Hello, listening friends. Thank you for tuning in to this special edition of Zebras Before and After Furniture Refinishing Podcast. I'm your host, Lane Ball. Today, we are announcing the 2022 Zebra International Golden Brush Awards finalists. There are 10 categories in the competition, and our seven-member international judging panel has narrowed down the choices from thousands of entries to three finalists in each of the 10 categories. Today, we are joined by three of our seven judges to help announce those finalists. They are Katie Scott with Salvage by K. Scott from Canada, Katie Cloud with Katie and Company Home from the U.S., and Jen Talley with Perfectly Imperfect Furniture from the U.S. Unfortunately, our other judges were not able to make the podcast, but we want to make sure we recognize them as well. Ashley Crew with Blue Ren Interiors from Australia, Fabby Brown with Blush and Ivy Design from the U.S., Lauren Schwatina with Portland Road Living from the U.S., and Chloe Kempster with Chloe Kempster Design from the U.K. Hi, Katie Scott, Jen Talley, and Katie Cloud. Welcome, and hopefully you guys got some rest from all the hard work of judging. Hi, Lane. Hi, Lane. Hi, Lane. Well, judges, I assume the excitement and privilege of reviewing each and every piece entered far supersedes the challenge of making those tough decisions. I know all of you are honored to sit on the judging panel and to be entrusted with selecting finalists. And I know the refinishing community has great respect for each of you. Now that the judging is over, and as you reflect back on all the entries, were there any noticeable trends that you would like to share? I've been noticing a lot more exposed wood and um, sort of medium to dark toned wood than we've seen in the last few years. So I think that there's a trend coming um, of more of those medium, warmer toned woods. And maybe it's time to start stepping away from the whitewashed look. Ooh. That's that's bold. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I've seen a lot of that too. Um, and I like both way. I mean, I like the light, the medium and the dark, but I did see, like Katie said, a lot of those just medium toned woods and a lot of bold colors, like a lot of darker, bold colors. Um, I feel like they kind of passed away there for a while and everything was very light and white and gray and beige. And I feel like those bold colors are coming right back around. I agree. Yeah, I agree with both of you guys. Those are the two things that I would have said too. more, just more warm wood tones and more warm colors, not only bold colors, like Katie said, but also like, um, dark, like deep and moody colors as well, which I absolutely love. Yeah, very, very cool. It's always fun to hear about these trends every every year. That's one of the neat uh, benefits of the Golden Brush Awards as you see this like all of these pieces refinished from all over the world and you see what's going on and what's the direction that uh, that the design trends are. So it's exciting to, to hear this. You know, I always like to ask this every year. Why do you all think the Zebra Golden Brush Awards are so important to the industry? I'll go first. I think that the Golden Brush Awards are just an opportunity like we don't really have anywhere else in our industry to really celebrate globally the diversity and talent that we have in this furniture refinishing world same and it's just like the inspiration that you get you know of something that maybe you wouldn't have done and then you see these pieces are these trending pieces and think wow like i gotta try that like maybe i need to do that or add that to my style or just you know, not change who you are or what you're doing, but just make you maybe step outside the box a little bit from things that you've done in the past. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think it's just another platform to 
get your work out there and get seen and get inspiration from others because, you know, a lot of us are on Instagram or Facebook, um, but we all have, you know, different amounts of followings. Um, but this is a platform for everybody, whether you have a hundred followers or a hundred thousand followers. So it's just another way to get your work out there and get it seen. I think it's great. Well, just as a preface before we announce the winners, all seven judges are seasoned refinishers. They are exceptional in their skills and have proven themselves over the years as extraordinary and well-respected in the refinishing community. We cannot emphasize enough the desire of each of the judges to be fair and objective in their decisions. We did not guide or place any stipulations on the judges as they made their choices exclusively of themselves. Each was given their own forms and were required to submit their top 10 in each category. The forms were then scored and weighted to determine the top three. No other considerations were made. The only guidance provided to the judges was the information on the GBA online page that reads, entries are evaluated by the judges on their originality, beauty, and category reflection, as well as quality photos submitted. Those categories, by the way, were listed on the site with their descriptions. Everyone is a judge here, and it begins when the entrant chooses which piece to enter in each category. Then the judges, of course, make their decisions, and now it falls on the voting public. Also, something new this year in an effort to be as objective as possible, we ask that no watermarks appear on any entry photos. Realizing that some would not be able to remove their watermarks, we remove them temporarily so that judges would not be subliminally affected by the review process. All right. I think the listeners and entrants are eager to hear you all announce the finalist. I will call it the category. And then our judges will take turns announcing the finalists. By the way, friends, please accept our apologies if we don't pronounce your names correctly. All right, let's get started. Best Artistic Close-Up. Bonnie and Deanna of Cornflower Restorations, Christiane Steyerwald of Schoen, and Nicole Cuthbertson of 1300 North Design. Best Clean and Classic. Amy Preco of Panolo Designs. Kristen Litka of Shakto Interiors, Walisa Mackey of A Life Refurbished. Best Dramatic Makeover. Jennifer Beck of Saved by Design, Katie Aldrich of White Rose Furniture, Nathan Bridges of NB Restorations. Best Farmhouse Style. Jen and Amanda of Vintage Sisters, Krista Stutzman of Deer Run Vintage, Susan Stefano of Little Lou Designs. Best MCM. Andy Hahn of Modern Makeovers. Bridget Studke of Blackberry Hills Refinishing. And Courtney Weisel of Steel Birch Studios. Best Multicolored Piece. Connie Clark of Faf Designs. Candy Jamison of Orchids True Blue. Tessa Cushion of Room 13 Furniture. Best Repurposed Piece. Amber Von Zwiel of Gingy Makes. Becky Ackroyd of Phoenix Vintage Furniture. And Shelly Lure of Basalt Mesa Studio. Best Restored Wood Unpainted. Anastasia Grazio of Shab to Rad. Courtney Weissel of Steel Birch Studios. Karen Delaney of The Cozy Cottage. Best Staging. Courtney Weisel of Steel Birch Studio. 
Gemma Sharif of Forgotten Gems, Jen Green of Green Spruce Design. Congratulations to all the 2022 GBA finalists. Your work was incredible. And it is an honor and a privilege to feature your work through this annual International Awards event. Judges, I know there are a lot of folks that are disappointed uh, that they were not a finalist this year. Would you all give a word of encouragement to our refinishing friends? Sure, I will start. I just want you guys to know that just entering your work into a huge competition or platform like this in my eyes you have already won it is it takes a lot of courage to put your work out there and i commend you guys for that i think um i've said this before when i was talking about the zebra golden brush awards in my stories that in my opinion, what do you have to lose? You can get your work out there. You can be recognized, be seen, and just feel proud of yourself. We can't win them all, um, but please don't feel that if you didn't win or you weren't a finalist this time that you're a loser because you're clearly not. There were so many great entries, and I just encourage you guys to keep pushing, keep getting your work out there and keep inspiring everybody. I totally agree with that, Jen. It is kind of intimidating to enter your pieces, but once you get past that hurdle, that's the first step. And like you said, there's nothing to lose. All you have is, is to gain, whether that is being selected and having your piece seen or just having the opportunity to look at the other pieces that were chosen and being able to study from those and trying to do a little bit better with every piece. Yeah, I totally agree with both Katie and Jen. Um, every one of you is just an inspiration. Um, entering your pieces, you know, going that, taking that step to do that, you're confident in your work and that's just keep doing what you're doing and you know don't give up if you feel discouraged because it's it's not about being the best or being first it's the inspiration and inspiring others even though maybe you don't know you're doing it you know people are seeing your work out there so keep painting keep posting keep sharing and keep doing what you're doing yeah that's so well said by all three of you. You know one of the things I was thinking about too um it is challenging you know when you uh, host an international event like this. It's exciting, but it's also hard because there are were thousands of entries and so when you realize that you're among a ton of excellent phenomenal uh talent um not everybody's going to get recognized and and you know I think with that something that's really important to remember is that not being a finalist um, is not, it's not about validation. Okay. I mean, winning is wonderful and it's exciting. And I think that helps grow the community. And as everybody else has said, it provides so much inspiration, but it's not about validation. Every refinisher, whether a hobbyist or professional is validated when you refinish a piece and you enjoy it in your own home for yourself or you gift it as a friend or you sell it to make a profit. It's part of a business. It's more about helping to grow the community. And as a result, several are recognized. And that, and it takes, as, as uh, I think um, Jen said earlier, it takes risk to enter. And that and that's, that's courage. And that also helps you to grow. And that also helps you to extend yourself even further. So we just want to encourage everybody. We want to thank everybody who entered. 
Um, that's the whole goal of this is to bring recognition to this incredible community of talent. And I really think that among all the other things that are done throughout the year, those are all a big part of bringing awareness to this community. And I think the Golden Brush Awards is really a culmination of all of that. And so we appreciate your participation. Listeners, at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time today, all of the finalist winning pieces will be showcased on our EnjoyZebra.com site and ready for public voting. Simply click on Golden Brush Awards at the top of the homepage and you can go vote for your favorite from each of the 10 categories. Voting continues through February 22nd, midnight Eastern Standard Time. By the way, all those who vote will be placed into several random drawings to win zebra prizes. On Monday, February 27th, here on the podcast, all 10 best of category winners will be announced. We want to thank all of our prize sponsors this year, Fusion Mineral Paint, Surf Prep Sanding, D. Lawless Hardware, and Zebra Paint Brushes. Last but not least, judges, thank you for all your hard work. We'll talk to you all in a few weeks when we announce the winners. But we just appreciate all three of you, Katie Scott, Katie Cloud, and Gentali, for coming on to announce the finalists, and also the rest of the four judges who help make all of this happen. Thank you so much. Yeah, you bet. <laughs>